Welcome to the late night show here at the Cymatics Airbnb HQ. <laughs> What's up, man? Here with Moon Boy. <laughs> dude. What's up, guys? <laughs> dude, first off, super impressed with how much clout you were getting last night at the event. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, it was actually surprising. Uh, I didn't expect, I was, I mean, I was expecting just like a full of producers, but I didn't know like that there's going to be a lot of like people that knew about me because you guys do all kinds of stuff, like yeah. full on every genre, like pretty much. You know, but literally I was just walking by and then... And we haven't even yeah. really posted your content or something to like really oh, yeah. make people like, like yeah. breed over, you know? Yeah, so it's super cool. I yeah. mean, I think maybe it's because I'm in that same realm of production, you know, like my YouTube videos yeah. and stuff. You know, but, dude, I, I need, you know, I need you at the event though, because you were kind of taking aggro a little bit. <laughs> like, dude, there was a point where I was like dying. It's like, it's hard work, you know what Oh, saying? right. Yeah, no, I can imagine, especially it's like you're throwing the event. So I can imagine... Cause like when I play shows, I'm only there for that one hour, mm -hmm. you know, I don't hang around, you know, I'm in the backstage or whatever. So I can imagine if I start a show and I'm there from the beginning, walking around the yeah. whole time for the, you know, three or four hours, however long uh -huh. I can imagine. Yeah. That, it's fucking dead. It's heavy work. <laughs> dude. Yeah. The music sharing shit's fun though, isn't it? So it's like, super cool. Yeah. Yeah. And some people actually had headphones that they, they put on me and oh, they were really? like, listen to my song with the headphones. It was cool though. It was cool. Dude. I, I, I enjoyed a couple it. events. People sing to me. Like, they sing to like you. Singers, I swear. Oh to God, shit! Come and, dude, some people would fire. I'm like, damn. <laughs> that's like, pretty this fucking really that's good. Cool. Yeah, but it, I don't know. It's an interesting thing. We're gonna try and do like more and more feeling like a festival. Yeah, yeah. You know oh saying? yeah, like you were saying, like uh, like clubs. You can yeah. add clubs. You can start doing like full on light shows or something. Yeah. Plus, you know, yeah. I don't basically, know. make it an event. It's a, it's a dope event, but uh, yeah. but dude, I, I kind of want you to tell the audience for people who don't know. I think one of the things that the reason I like talking about that event and how many times you got recognized, I actually think it's because of the content 100,000%. Oh, yeah. Like, I, oh, yeah. I think doing the content marketing is making you stick out a lot. You know yeah, um, that that really making that form of content of like sharing my knowledge and everything that has been the thing that I feel made me unique. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like anybody can. I mean, I'm saying like I, I have a sort of uniqueness to my production as well that I really work on. But there's a million producers creating that same type of genre. Everybody, like so many people are making dubstep, mm -hmm. but how many people are, are like sharing that knowledge, you know? Cause yeah. there's such a huge base of people that want to know about it. So yeah. I think that made me really stand out and it's good because it came naturally to me. You know, that's just what yeah. I always love doing. I love sharing what I made, you know? I'm like, every time I show a song, I'm not like, look what I did. I'm like, so this is how I did it. I see Drew, I see Drew fucking around <laughs> in the background. He's like, he's like got this pose in the background as you're talking and I'm looking at him. He's in it. He's yeah. In it. He's in it. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> just like do the pose. That's what we get there with the late night show. <laughs> this is the late night portion of the cinematic yeah, show. Last night in LA, we're a little bit laid back. <laughs> yeah, we've been fucking beat. Yeah. Man. It's crazy. I like coming out here though. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so yeah, so people watching, I mean, Moonboy, the reason he caught our attention is we, we kind of knew that you got it in terms of content like you ever you ever see those people you look at their pages and you're like oh this person oh, understands exactly. no exactly why this 100%. is important you know yeah, yeah even like you can see it early on too like when they're haven't like grown yet or something you're like mm -hmm. i see his type of content i see what he's making i know that guy's literally gonna you know he's gonna do very well yeah you know 100 percent, man you know we got a coffee right yeah, go here ahead, go ahead and grab it man that's what i was about to tell you man <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah caffeine you get caffeine yeah i'm a caffeine addict that's my this is like literally my drug dude caffeine. I'm, I'm like that and then steve <laughs> steven slate he's like that too that fucker oh yeah slamming coffee at my house and i was like damn bro <laughs> i was like because I, I drink a lot of coffee but i do it in like the morning and afternoon and then i cut it off you know what i'm saying nice yeah. but he was slamming it i was like damn dude i thought that was a coffee <laughs> what's up uh, steven slate so what type of guy is he because I, I know his products like i mean 
his the, you know the slate yeah. products and microphones that are amazing but uh Dude, like he he kind of comes from like a band background you oh, know? so he comes recording like kind of more a little bit more old school you cool. know and and a lot of like you know knows a lot about hardware recording session studios and all that stuff but then i mean the dude's like a pure fucking hustler you know what i bet saying? i mean you have kinda, to be to yeah. to be at that level i mean like i remember uh i'm recording this new song actually the song i played at the event that uh -huh. everybody liked the feature bass track and yeah the drop yeah uh, i'm recording uh vocals for my girlfriend uh but we're using the slate microphones and that was the first time i heard of slate and that was literally like three four days ago yeah and so it's kind of connects like i'm like oh wait you guys Dude, just talking with the owner of this yeah. you know and it was a really amazing mic like it's cool because you know he started off by doing slate drums which is essentially sample packs back in the day oh, on cds and cool hand them out at parties oh, and shit nice yeah and then he like he, he kind of started off with that but the interesting part is it's like for me it's like oh he's got a way bigger company than cymatics you know what i'm saying right he's got well, everything, it's a full-on everything like, from software hardware, to hardware, hardware yeah. yeah so like there's certain barriers so like for us it's just cool to see like oh he was kind of where we were at yeah and now he's like doing that type of thing you know what i'm saying I mean, that's it's super cool i mean like i i see that and I, I see all the businesses you guys are like the whole things you guys are building and like i would love to get to that level but at the same time i'm so focused on my own personal artist artistry yeah. you know and like I don't know. I have so many things wrapped up. I'm like still trying to find my own thing, you know? Like I, I, just, I just look at you guys and I'm like, you guys, it seems like you guys got to figure it out, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, dude, the biggest thing to kind of think about is, is that you're, you're going to kind of get bored of every single thing. Like if you right. do any of one thing, you're going to kind of get bored. Yeah, yeah. Right? And as a creative person, you constantly want to push the yeah, barriers. Exactly. You know, it might be touring. It might yeah. be your online brand or for us, it's like events, sometimes yeah. it's software, all this stuff. That so is so true though, because I remember uh, when I was only doing production, I would actually get to a point where I'm like, like, you know, you kind of get like writer's block or whatever, mm -hmm. but really it was, I was just bored, you know? Yeah. So once I started ramping up like my, my production videos, I started making videos and other forms of content. I started like making more music even than before. I was like, what, what? this doesn't make Same any thing. sense. Cause I'm putting more time into other things, yeah. but really just made it fresh, you know? And it, it like, it just can all connected and made everything like grow as a whole. So yeah. that's, that's, that was pretty cool. Like to like learn that the more things you add on actually doesn't hinder you. It just helps actually yeah well dude also like the amount of time it, you release music is you know usually longer cycles right yeah, yeah but if you think about like the cool part about like a lot of times we work on content is you can be working on song and every song you're thinking like how could like as me and you are making the songs you're also kind of thinking a little bit about like oh what, like what kind of cool concept would this yeah be? you know what I'm exactly saying? it's like you're building a story behind it you're building like a full-on yeah. like one song is not just the song by itself but it has all these ties into anything else like say it's like a song about cars or whatever you have visuals about cars you yeah. make a, you make, you do a video, a cool video in a car. I don't know. You know, it's like, it's just making a whole package. hundred you know, percent. Cool. And I think your hair. I mean, I was saying that before. I was like thinking about dyeing my hair. I was like, damn, there's something about like dyeing hair that makes you pop. That's why the rappers do good, you know? Yeah. Oh, well, the rappers, it's like, okay, it's self-expression with rappers. Mm -hmm. Like that's one thing I feel like the EDM industry is lacking. Everybody in the EDM industry is, EDM industry is like, they're all about, they're behind a computer most of the time, you know? Mm -hmm. And if you notice like the bigger artists, they're all you can see some type of self-expression with them yeah they're they're loud in their appearance they're loud in everything they do skrillex is like one of the most prime examples this dude had created that haircut you know he's like crazy shit. like yeah. he's like a rock star or whatever and so he and most producers nowadays i've seen they're like i mean something wrong with being a normal guy or whatever but i feel like being loud is such a huge it just works on socials it's, it's, at least it's, yeah it's huge i mean even on the street you know you see a guy you're just like you're curious what he does. I mean, I look guess. how many yeah. face tats fucking people got. Was it hard to get a face tat? <laughs> well, where did you, you get the face tat? Is there a story behind uh, this? Yeah. Well, okay. So it it came after when I uh, started Moonboy, but I wanted something like 
I'm, I always have this mentality of being loud, not just because I know it does well. Like I, I wasn't even thinking about like, oh, this is going to help my brand or whatever. Mm-hmm. I just, I wanted something to just do like, just some type of self-expression. Like I love doing things like loud, I guess. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. So I was like, it was my first tattoo. So I was like, I'm going to get a tattoo. I want it to be about Moon Boy. What's the most like impact I can make in like, what's the most state, the biggest statement I can do. And I was like, I'll just put it on my face. And it was going to be right here. It was going to be like literally right here. And I had it draw. They drew it up, everything. They drew it right here. And I was like contemplating it. And then my friend was like, I don't think you should do it. Like, he was, <laughs> and then like they, they were like, we were contemplating it for a while. And then like his wife like sent uh, mock-ups of like other like models that uh-huh. were doing like other types of face tats. Yeah. And then they had one right here. So then I drew it this big. It was literally that big. And I, I swear to God, I don't know. I was like crazy that time. I was like, I was just like, I was like, I want something that's some big statement. I just wanted to express myself. I don't know what it was. And then they eventually convinced me to do this. And I was like, I'm so glad. I'm so glad <laughs> I didn't get it that big. I'm so glad. But it was cool because um, I, I don't think it would have been that bad right here. Because later after uh, I met uh, Diablo, like, uh, mm-hmm. b- we, we're, like, we got in connection just because of the face tat. Because really? like, he was like, hey, you have a moon tat. And then like, I was like, you got a moon tat too. But he got it after me though. So I'll <laughs> get it switched Does up. he have it right here? Yeah, he has it right here. Diablo. Yep. So yeah. the reason that you've yeah, Lil Pump's here, producer, Diablo, yeah, he has it like interesting. Yeah, right well, sometimes there. Sometimes it looks like a unibrow when people get one right here. Have you oh yeah, 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 no, no, I would not do that. <laughs> no, 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 but yeah, it, it, it looked it looked cool. Like the moon's sick. So, yeah, yeah. No, that's dope, man. Yeah, I just wanted to be loud, you know. Yeah. So when did you start picking up momentum, man? Because like I like, I mean, you were growing fast since I discovered you, but Drew just randomly told me about your account and I checked you out and then oh, started yeah. seeing the music you're putting out there and the shows. Like, yeah, I mean, I I don't know. Um, I I really think it's just um just on i'm literally on every social media i'm on every platform mm-hmm. i'm making things everywhere and if you're a producer or if you're a fan or whatever like i'm just i make so many things that i pop up everywhere i guess i'm not, I'm not like trying to brag or anything i'm just like so obsessed with making all types of things mm-hmm. so i'll make like entertainment stuff so like like on tiktok like there's so many people that text me saying like you're on my for you page or whatever like i, I just try to pop up on as many as many things as possible i guess and yeah. so it's just I don't know. It just, it creates some type of momentum. Like no matter what, it just grows. I'm not saying I'm growing that fast. I still have a lot of work to do, but. Yeah. But I mean, a lot of but, producers are struggling to stick out right now because. Yeah. Like, oh, that's a huge, that's the number one thing. Every yeah, time content, anybody comes up to me, they're like, how do I get my music heard? Like how, you know? Yeah. And it's, and I get it. I get the struggle because I've had that too before I was doing anything. You know, I had years of just making music mm-hmm. and nobody was listening. Nobody cares because everybody's making music, you know? Yeah. But the first thing I noticed was showing the value of a certain song. So like making a story behind it or like uh, my story was, I was just showing how to make it, you know, I was like, this is how you make it. And then mm-hmm. eventually I got into the inter- entertainment aspect. And when I got to the entertainment aspect, that's where like it blew, really blew up because I was like doing like chop videos, uh-huh. like kind of showcasing the song in a very creative way, you know? And then yeah. as soon as I started doing that, I would, I, like, I was getting like a thousand followers a day at one point, just because I, I made one video. And then over the course of the week, I had like, you know, another 5,000 followers, like growing everywhere from YouTube and Instagram. Uh So it's just like, I feel like the thing is just being creative with how to showcase your music. You know, it's, uh, I never used ads in my, my, my entire life. I never did a single ad. I just put that energy towards, you know, doing something cool with the song, you know, whether it's showing off how I made it or performing it, you know, or, uh, you know, uh, just making a visualizer you know i did so many things like every time i release a song sorry if i'm rambling like go ahead man every time i make a song 
I have like a full course of everything I do. I make an entertainment video for it. I make a visualizer for it for YouTube. On SoundCloud, I have the cover art. I make all my cover arts. I, I, you know, make a TikTok for it or something. I make a YouTube video showing how I made it. I'm just like full on, like I'm gonna push everything to that one song. I'm gonna just like showcase it in every way I can possibly can't do, you know, and it's been working, you yeah. know, it's been cool. You know? Dude, I mean, yeah, I think your spot, I think that's the reason where like me and Drew saw it, like, you know, all the different types of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of music producers right now and artists, they think it's just the fucking song. I'm like, bro, there's yeah, yeah, so well, you much. Can't just, you can't just release a song anymore. Yeah. You can't, unless you're making like the best fucking song in the world. But I don't think, like, but, but the thing is not everybody's in the mood to listen to music right no so if you're standing in line at starbucks you're not sitting there ready to jam out you're probably just scrolling yeah you're scrolling on your phone everybody's on their phone or whatever you know so i feel like the music's not enough anymore we're not not at those days anymore like it's not if if the only way to do that is if like if you're connected with the label or whatever but it's not gonna 99 percent of the case like you're it's not gonna work have you heard of the rule of seven in marketing of what the rule of seven no, so I essentially what it is, is they say that like a person needs seven touches to make a conversion. So for example, like somebody might needs to see you like seven times before you like go eat at that restaurant or actually oh. make that purchase decision. That's oh, why like advertisers think like the law of seven, oh. so seven touches, but like music's almost the same way where they yeah. should essentially touch you on Instagram or then Twitter right. and then all you of a sudden see it everywhere see you on TikTok. And then eventually then they're like, Oh, let me, let me go check out. Yeah, let me finally see it. Yeah, yeah. For me, for you, I knew about your page way before the content if I'm, or before the, the music. the music and then randomly, I think you played it. What, what the fuck song was that? It was like, was there, you have a song called Alien Rave or something close uh, like that? There was Alien Invasion and Alien Rave. There's like two Alien okay. ones. It was, it was one that was, it was up a very upbeat. And I used, oh, to, okay. listen, I used to listen to hard, like hard style and a bunch oh, of Oh yeah, yeah. That, okay. So like I eventually started uh, getting really back into uh, like Euro dance, uh-huh. Euro pop. Yeah. And so I started like implementing like hard style and all that stuff into my songs now. And so I made a dubstep song with, you know, that Euro dance, hard style type stuff. And it was like. I don't know. I felt like it was super new to me. Like, and it was super new to hear. It was yeah. refreshing, but I think that was the one you're talking about. Yeah. yeah Alien yeah, Rave. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I used to fucking love that shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hardstyle was like, yeah. Jam. I used to do jump style and shuffling just to hardstyle. That's fucking music. sick. Yeah, yeah. That's why I noticed you're free. You're going off, man. Yeah. At the event yesterday. <laughs> like literally you pulled aside everybody like, hold up. <laughs> Watch I was doing this. a little Kanye yeah, thing. Yeah. You were like, like hold up. Everybody back up real quick. Yeah. That got hype. do some show. That was super cool. <laughs> yeah. I had to get some bruise in me first for that one. <laughs> yeah. That was yeah. cool. Dude. So how'd you get the sound design, man? Cause like you're a very technical producer. How long have you even been producing in general? I want to say um i want to say probably nine years but definitely more because i remember um how i started off i was i was obsessed with just like downloading different programs everywhere like i would download video editors i would download animation you know c4d and like Mm -hmm. all these kind of animation programs and then i would just mess around with everything because i was bored you know when i was like 12 downloading everything and eventually i found reason but i got bored of that really fast and then i found fl studio and then i was just learning how to take out vocals out of songs or whatever. Mm-hmm. I just, I was just obsessed with like programs, you know? And then once I finally got into production, I noticed there's a whole world of VSTs. There's all this crazy, like there's so many things, like so many depth, like so many levels to it mm-hmm. that I just got obsessed with it, you know? And I was at a point so obsessed with remaking songs that I remade Skrillex's whole Scary Monsters and Ice Sprites EP when I was like 16. Damn. I made everything, the whole, from the whole EP. You know, I made it all. I was just obsessed with it. And then I feel like that really tailored of like my learning. You know, I, I, uh, I just uh, learned how he leveled his songs. Yeah. I learned how he made vowels with, with basses, you know, like how to use filters, how to use a distortion just by remaking 
things. And then I never used it, but I want to say, I think I am the first person to make a Skrillex growl because I was 16 and I made it. Okay. I don't know what year that was. probably 2011, or but I, I never posted it though. See, that was, I feel like if I would have made tutorials back then, that would have been way better. But I was too shy. I mean, I, nobody I, really even knew that that was like that. No. Good. Like there was only a few people who kind of like understood that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty, well, nah, I mean, the Skrillex growl is like noisier. And, yeah. You know, that's noisier. They did that. <laughs> so. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Yeah, you're, because I think one of the things that make you stand out is honestly your music. So like a lot of YouTubers, for example, they might be great teachers, but sometimes you can tell that they don't music, have their, yeah. The music's not quite hitting the yeah. right way. You know what I'm saying? Or like, no, not to down or anything, but you can tell a difference between like, a, let's say a touring artist or something. Cause they had to rely so much more on that skill. Right. But right. I, it's cool to see you kind of having that, I think both worlds, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's been very hard to balance it, to balance uh, the YouTube videos and the touring and being an artist. Mm -hmm. Cause I know it's like two, it's two full-time jobs, you know, to tour, that's a job of its own and to play the music and then you got to make the music. And then now you got to make video content and, and I'm my own editor. I'm my own. Sometimes I was uh, my first China tour. I didn't bring a videographer. It was just me mm -hmm. holding the camera like this, you know, and I handed it to um, whoever was assisting me. I was like, can you please just record it? Don't move. Just hold the camera like that. Yeah. And then I made a vlog out of that. Like I made all my footage like that. So it's, it's hard to balance it all. But I feel like if I didn't do it that way, I would be so bored. Like I could not, like, I have to have so many things wrapped up. Yeah. It's, it, yeah, it's it's hard, but it's, I think it's I think it's worked out. That's why that's why running you know? Sam Max is so fun. Yeah, because like one day we're going in on like this. Yeah, and also yeah, we're doing yeah. events. And now, now yeah, and, and now then, you're making you're producing or something. Yeah, and then one we're making and, some shit yeah. for a, a and then you're doing piece. emailing or something. There's yeah. like the whole marketing emailing is a whole other world too. Like I, I'm like barely learning about it, but it's still Dude, fun in its I got, own. I got to show you, it's a game. Yeah. It's a it's I a bet. very because oh. honestly, you know what it does is it plays on like for the best emails. One you have to understand like. Uh, human psychology like really yeah. deep because essentially all you're doing you're talking you're communicating with other humans yeah. you know so if you want them to go check out something you have to understand what makes humans take action to go do something like right, check right. out your song you might yeah, be yeah. buying a song yeah. buying free beats whatever the yeah, fuck yeah. it is so like a lot of psychology dude there's some crazy books I can I show you that are fucking like I mean at a point like I was reading like the four hour work week that's the best I can do like you know the Tim yeah, Ferriss yeah that's a good similar, you know like I learned like got introduced to like email email marketing through yeah. that but I never put it to use. So it's like, yeah. that's still a whole side. I um, yeah. have no clue about, you know, the whole business side, the whole ads and mm -hmm. emails and marketing. That's the world I want. I really want to get into. You yeah. know, but it, it's, you know, not a lot of people know it, but it's super profitable. I bet. Like, yeah. like dude, we credit like a lot of the cash to understanding that world. It's like a competitive advantage a little bit, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I but, bet. but dude, so you've had a ton of success in like not only touring and playing shows, but I think it's interesting to hear about, touring to asia and like you're touring oh. like worldwide oh yeah yeah asia that's Asia's insane yeah it, it's, it, it's insane um i want to i want to say that I, I i have the the trick or the sauce of how i got known over there but really it was so natural you know i just i focus on doing my stuff here and the the fans over there they were so dedicated enough to repost my videos on their youtube their youtube is called like billy billy you know they they can't they, do they can't have, do they have their own social their own social media yeah the, the, you can't go on YouTube you can't go on Instagram you have to use a VPN and not many people have VPNs you know Damn. so they have their own social medias they have you know WeChat they have Billy Billy they have uh, Weibo Weibo is like their Instagram Facebook such everything or whatever and so I've been lucky enough that they reposted all my stuff and so when I first went to China I was like does anybody know me here I don't post I don't like I don't see any Chinese people on my like yeah. some of them not a lot. There's like a few comments and then I went there and there was like, I did like hour long meet and greets and like, I'm like swarmed. No. Like I was walking around the city and people were coming up to me like in Chengdu and uh, Wuhan. I was like walking in the mall 
and there's people like recognize me from, from just by walking. And I was like, how do people know me here? I just, I, I gotta just take credit for the fans to repost my stuff over there. And so it was just insane seeing that where music can take you. You can go to, you can have some fan base in China you don't even know about. Wait, so like, are do you have accounts on like their social platforms or something? Um, so like uh, they have also NetEase is like their Spotify. Uh -huh. And so uh, they made a profile for me. The fans just made a profile. They uploaded my music there. Uh -huh. And uh, yeah, it's just all natural. They just uploaded it themselves. You think there's a big opportunity in China oh, right now for DJs oh, and yes. electronic music producers? It's 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 uh it's it's something I'm tr still trying to learn mm -hmm. to get into, but you can still make count accounts over there. Um, I'm still trying to learn how to get to that market. To be honest, like I mean, dude, you're I, having I, success. You're yeah, going yeah, over there. Yeah, man. I mean, I I might be going the third time this year. You know, I went the first time this year, and I went again just a couple months ago, and uh, did another tour over there. And it's just wild. Like the the bass scene is like really good over there yeah. like they just they they love it you know and it's huge and it was just it was just really awesome yeah you know? i've never been to a foreign country never been to a foreign country no, i've never nowhere international toronto as foreign as you went Canada. Canada. I was like, <laughs> yeah i haven't been though i i, I almost feel sketch because like i just don't know because like i hear just crazy stories see and, you hear that like and that's exactly uh what i thought when i first went over there and then when i went over there it's like it's like people, it's like, it's like a big city is like, this yeah. is like New York times like five though, because they're in the future, dude. China's the future. Yeah. They really? like, so like imagine New York, but imagine every single building, especially like, you know, how the big buildings in LA downtown, uh -huh. you know, like really tall buildings. Imagine all of them with giant LED screens covering the entire building. It feels like you're in the future? Images. Yeah. It's the, it's the complete future over there. They got LEDs on like restaurants, just giant LED panels. They have yeah. like they're obsessed with LED though. Like I mean, their economy huge bumping, screen. Man. Yeah, it's huge. Like it's literally, it feels like the future. What over cities there. did you go to? I went to uh, okay. So there's Guangzhou, Ningbo, uh, Wuhan, Chengdu. I'm I'm actually surprised I'm remembering uh, Shenzhen, uh, Shanghai, and I don't know. I, I did a big tour over there, uh, Shanghai, and then uh, I can't remember. There's like at least like it's like seven or eight. Wait, yeah. so do the majority of people speak like Mandarin or Cantonese or what is it? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Wow. I don't. I only learned a few a few words, but I, you know, so I you just got barely enough. Yeah, to yeah. Well, luckily, I uh, have like an assistant uh -huh. that speaks Chinese. Yeah. You know, and uh, Google Translate. You know, you can take pictures of something and it'll translate it on your phone. Yeah. I can speak into it and you'll talk to them in Chinese. Yeah. I think. You uh, know? Yeah. I think I, I'm not 100 percent sure. I think in China there's two. There's Mandarin and Cantonese. I want. Yeah, I think so too. Split. Yeah. I can't imagine U.S. Yeah. being. Well, I guess people speak Spanish. In the <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah. Shit. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, it's the future, dude. Like, every restaurant they have uh, these things you can rent a portable charger. Mm -hmm. Like always, like you just have portable chargers everywhere you go. Like nobody runs out of battery. Like Damn. you just you go in one place, you take a portable charger, and you can go to another building and place it there. And it's like they're all shared. Yeah, okay. and their bank is social media. Their social media app, like their bank, where you buy food. You use like, so imagine you're using Facebook to buy food at like Chipotle. Uh huh. You know, it's like that's how it is. Like our messenger. Really? Yeah. Their social media is their bank, dude. It's so for like, dude. It's, it's so <laughs> it's so crazy because I feel like at least you see a lot of shit online in terms of different countries, but yeah, yeah. like. I'm so foreign to like yeah, yeah. what it's like in China. Well, you see the worst of it like online, but yeah. real, when I went there, everything was good. Like everybody was just. Have you been to you know, like Tokyo or anything? Yeah, How that was, was that was uh, the first stop of my Asia tour. Uh, amazing! Like I always like I, I spent three days there. I just because I wanted to like hang out, uh -huh. and it was um, it was just really like 
I always wanted to go. I, I watched anime a lot, you know, <laughs> so I always wanted to go to Japan somehow. And yeah, just going there, it was like, I don't have that much to say about it. Though. It was just like me t- being a tourist, like taking pictures. That's it. Like just that's me fucking, dude, obsessing. You know, you know, it's funny. So I have all my notes here. I'm usually looking at them, but I fucking, we don't really need it. But <laughs> I got my notes. And one of the last ones I wrote down was like, it's just a note that says Yu-Gi-Oh, Dragon Ball Z, anime and Pokemon. Because <laughs> I wanted to pick at one. I was like, okay, what do we, what's your favorite anime? My favorite anime? Dude, I would watch like the, uh, the, not, not the big ones, like, like a Naruto or whatever. Like I would watch whatever my friend would recommend to me. So there would be like, dude, it would be like some weird animes. Like I can't even remember the names of them because I was like 16 uh-huh. or 17. Uh, shoot, like I'm literally blinking. I, can't I, used, to, I used to watch a shit ton of anime. Yeah, I know. Like I, I, I yeah, I can't. Dude, like Code Geass is fire. Have you seen Attack on Titan? No, see, see bro, slacking. Like, I can say like One Punch Man. You know, One like, Punch Man is fire though. Yeah, no, it's great. It's great. But like I can't, I can't like name like. Fire on the top Jordan, of my head. Jordan will put us to shame back here doing the switch. <laughs> He'll give you a whole list and be yeah. like, bro, what Jordan about this one? What this one? He had a legendary Blu-ray collection of Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of what, um, Attack on Titan? Or just no, everything. <laughs> oh, everything. Oh, Jordan's going, he's got romance <laughs> animes and shit. <laughs> um, no, that's dope though, man. Um, dude, so when you're playing these shows, is it a good opportunity? You want to talk a little bit about like testing out songs and, and maybe how playing live has affected your actual music production? Oh, it's been huge. It's been huge. Like it's it's been uh to 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 make a song. There have been times where I would make a song in my hotel, and then immediately play it that day. And that's been like the most rewarding feeling I've ever had like in my entire life. Of like, cause you know you make a song, you just like it's just there. But imagine like you just press play in front of like a thousand people. That's just insane. Yeah. So like that kind of inspiration, where like now when I'm making music, I can envision the crowd, and it's just it's a whole. You get the adrenaline again. You get that rush, and you're like. Like you can feel people's reaction. You're like, oh, like it's it's so inspirational, you know. It gives me so yeah. much motivation. So it's really, it, yeah. Like uh, playing shows has really changed it, and um, I really feel like you get a feel of what what the crowd will like react to. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I'm doing mostly dubstep, so it doesn't transfer over to like house or whatever. I don't know, but yeah, uh, yeah. it's it's been really a huge impact. You know, from me making music before to me like touring and then yeah. making music at the same time you got time. really good live music i think especially playing yesterday yeah yeah people are going in i was yeah. like damn it's been know? insane yeah it's really cool like once you get the feel of it you can kind of tell like what people will like live yeah you know you kind of like tailor it to like from the key to like what the sub the key the sub is in yeah you know you can kind of tell like what works live you know and it's been it's been awesome yeah. really I've, I've been blessed to be able to tour like I know not many artists can do that, and I've just been so lucky. How'd you how'd you get your like your first few shows? Uh, my first few shows, I remember. Um, it's all been the music for the shows, and the music, and later on, it was like the social media presence. Mm-hmm. But my first show ever was like in Mexico, and this was before I was even doing dubstep. I was oh. doing uh, I, I was doing whatever. Like I had my friend group at the time, uh, they weren't making anything based. They were making like house and like Mumbaton or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I made a Mumbaton track. And then because that track started getting big, big as in like, it's like 30,000. That's, it yeah. was like in the scene, it was really well. So like, there's like big artists playing it. Yeah. That got me a show in Mexico, you know? So I played in Mexico for the first time. And then, um, yeah, I just, it was like the music that really helped me with the shows, you know, yeah. like w- when you're an artist, you know, people want to see you perform that, that song that you made, you know? Yeah. And so I feel like music helps you get shows, but you know, the other form of content helps you just get known, I suppose. Yeah. Is, is there a certain time that like, should an artist, or would you recommend that somebody kind of go for the content first? Um, what's yeah, your thoughts on that? Yeah. Okay. So some, I've noticed is a big trend where people are like, 
I'm going to release my album. I'm not going to release until I release my album. I'm like, dude, get it. You need a fan base first, man. Like yeah. chill, like chill on the album, like release one song and then focus on content, you know, like get, show what, show why you're unique to people, you know, like be unique or offer help, you know, or like give something like you got to give for people want to want to like, Dude, I, I you think know, album is so much more like chance because essentially you need to be doing shit fast. Yeah. Fresh yeah. You can't just, yeah. Like, like it's, 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 uh, you can do, I, I've never released an EP or an album. Mm-hmm. I've only released singles, like single singles only because people are touring off singles. Yeah. Yeah. I did my tour, uh, alien invasion. I did a freaking nearly half a year tour. Like just on one song, you know, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. just one song. It's, it's really, uh, it's really about building like, uh, a world with that one song, I suppose, you know, yeah. Or uh, really, you just got to make something that affects people and then you can do an entire tour off it. You can build your whole brand off it. Some people are big because of that one song they did like five years ago, uh-huh. you know, and they just built off that, you know. Yeah. So it, I, 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 albums are cool, but I just don't I don't really believe in it right now. Plus, like, plus you kind of get like you get like, OK, it's OK if you get only 100 plays in your first song, because at least you got. A couple people, oh, yeah. Yeah. you know, 50 people, 60 yeah, yeah. people listen to it. And then they're at least going to potentially check out the next one. So you yeah. just build, it's like a snowball effect. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you learn shit on every release. That's yeah, every, like. yeah, yeah. I mean, but then again, like if you're doing it for fun, making music for fun and you want to release an album, go ahead. You know, yeah. like that's what you're doing, I suppose. But, and on like a, a business way or like, you know, I would suggest like if you have 12 songs, release one every week, that will help you more than releasing all of them at once. Yeah. You know? Yeah, for sure. Um, so, yo, dope. Let's. Uh, you want to transition to some production stuff? I want to talk because oh, yeah. I think you're you're a super like technical producer. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So when it comes to well, first off, what you use Ableton, right? Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, do you have Ableton. any favorite like synth VSTs? I'm sorry, say it again. Like a, a favorite synth. Um. Well, obviously there's like Serum, but uh, the one the most I use actually is Operator. So Ableton's built-in synth Operator. Oh, word. Just because it's, I feel like it's it's built-in and it's like always like it's, it's small. You know, I like just compactness, you know, and uh, it's a FM synth, uh-huh. you know, and um, I just found the sound to be pleasing to me. I, I just, I like using it. Yeah. You know, the Ableton's operator. Oh, also, I just got into this uh, program, Faceplant. Uh, Faceplant's cl- crazy. Yeah, I've they they, they sent me over uh, like the whole plugins and I just did like a demo of it, like trying it all out. And it's been like, it's it's a little overwhelming because you can go like beyond any limit any VST has ever let you. But it's just so fun. It's just yeah. it's just fun, man. Like I can have like ten different oscillators and group them up, and then make another ten oscillators. It's ridiculous. You oh, know? you can do shit like that. Just group them and then just keep going. Like you can have like five. It's like five VSTs in one or something. It's crazy. Damn. Yeah. I gotta yeah. I gotta check it out more. I just seen what Drew's been showing because Drew did some crazy shit with it, especially right when it oh, came face out. Oh, face plant. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool, man. It's really really cool. Do you have? Uh, is there any other VSTs like go to that you use? Uh, so I I use mostly stock. To be honest, interesting. Yeah, mostly stock Ableton, like Ableton EQ. All the, the, I've been making racks too, like my Ableton racks. Yeah, and I've just been using like combining different stock plugins and just making my own type plugin. You know, yeah. Like, and it's I mean, been, dude, no, that's awesome. It's I don't really need anything else. You know, I've I've tried using other stuff like I mean, vocal synth and like you know stuff for like vocals like mm-hmm. Melodyne and stuff. I've you've been using those, but as as far as like my go to like distortion plugins, like I I, I like using saturator and amp on this and ableton you know like like the basic stuff it just yeah. it works for me no i think i think that's you know dope. i just i there's no secret sauce i don't feel like you know like i just i like simple yeah you know, um, simple is the way to go what about getting your shit loud because your shit bumps you got a really good mix like what do you recommend for producers um helping get their stuff louder so every every single track of mine 
from the drums to the basses and everything, I'm pushing it to the absolute max. Like I'm compressing, saturating every single element of every single track. So everything, if you grab every element, they're all going to be like a square basically, or like maybe not too much to the square, but they're going to be, they're going to be hitting zero, you know, all of it's like crazy. And mm-hmm. so, and, uh, once I got all that and I, I use obviously like stock plugins. So everything's being run by either a glue compressor at the end using soft clip mm-hmm. or just a sat- regular saturator to make sure it's like a complete zero. And then I do the craziest side chaining. Like whenever one new sound comes in, everything else is, is at zero. You know, like if a kick comes in, I draw a line of volume to make sure all that's at zero. Like complete okay. zero. Like, you know, there's nothing going, there's nothing going in like negative. So you just Nothing. draw on that automation? Yeah, yeah. I I draw my I draw them. I, I, I draw my yeah, like, yeah, yeah. side change. It's easier. I, yeah, I I just don't like plugins because sometimes they have a delay too. Dude, like, Drew bitches at me for doing the. He's the like, side why don't you use that volume shaper? Is that what it is there? No, what? No, he gets mad that I use like NFL. I use just the autom- the volume. Oh automation. right, right. But really small, and I just paste it everywhere. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, uh, use FL. Yeah, use FL. Oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I I really want to learn more about it. Um, just because the audio engine is much different, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I feel I like think, more softer. I think Ableton's a better doll. I just have fun with that. I look at I look at it as almost like playing a character in a video game. Is like yeah. picking your doll. FL has some good aesthetic. Yeah, there might be one that <laughs> might be a little nice. bit better, but sometimes yeah. you have fun playing your certain character. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And for me, I just like FL. It's, it, I'm like really fast in it, you know. So like, just a set of shortcuts would be such a bitch. I'm not saying Ableton's like slower or anything, but yeah. for how I produce it, it works good, you know. Yeah, I mean, as soon as I learn all the shortcuts for Ableton, like I can't go anywhere else. Like. It's just too fast for me now. Like I'm just like so used to it. I it is. Know. I don't think it matters, man. Yeah, you can be matter. using Acid Pro or like whatever the old plugins programs are, like Reason or something. It yeah. doesn't I mean, matter. Dude, look, look when when Son Hole was here, he had that old like Yamaha fucking like sampler keyboard where he was like, you know, talking <laughs> about. It. He was like singing into it, and this thing was like <laughs> 30, 40 sick. years old. You know, <laughs> yeah, something crazy. It doesn't really matter what you use, to be honest. It's like what you're comfortable with. You know. Yeah. It doesn't matter. No, for sure. <laughs> Um, dude, so let's talk about TikTok a little bit. Oh man. So, so, yeah. so when did you start TikTok? Uh, I think I started probably like two months ago. Maybe like Damn, so that was quick. Two, Didn't Drew tell you about months. it or some shit? Yeah. Well, okay. So he's the one that pushed me about it. So like, I, I was hearing about it from my friends and they were like, especially in China, it's huge in China. They were uh-huh. telling me like, you got to go on it. You got to go on it. And I was like, okay, yeah, I'll think about it or whatever. And eventually Drew, he's like, he's like, yo man, just, just make it, just make one round. Just like do it, just do it. And then. I was like, okay, fuck it, like, whatever, I'll do it. And then the first few I made, like, I think the third or fourth one I made just hit, like, 1.4 million views, like, one, or, like, 1.5 or something. It was just, and it was about sound design. What, which, which one was it? Uh, it was about, uh, it was me and my girlfriend. I don't even know where she's at. <laughs> it was me and my girlfriend, and uh, um, I was just, I, I made a preset on Ableton using Operator, and I connected it to the, a MIDI keyboard, uh-huh. and we went in her car, and then I just let her play around with it. And she was just messing around with it, like, you know, getting live reaction of her, like, making a new sound or whatever. Uh-huh. And then you hear the bass rumbling from the car subs. Yeah. And then it just, uh, it just made people excited about seeing, like, production, I suppose. Because everybody in the comments are like, where can I get that? I want to try that. I want to try that. That's so cool. Like, making a bass seems fun. You know, like, it made it entertaining. You know, so I feel like maybe there might not be that much of an EDM scene or, like, production scene in TikTok. But if you make it look fun... You know, everybody's gonna enjoy it. Also, it's know? its own beast. That's what people yeah. don't realize. Sometimes you, you can't think like Instagram. You can't think like YouTube. Like TikTok is its own. It's its own. It's it's a whole. It's it's the 2019 newest social media. I think it's like it's so like I'm not gonna say advanced, but like you can have zero followers, and the algorithm will show your 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 videos to other people. Dude, that there's no other platform that you can no. post. 
you guys listen if you're listening to this right now well obviously yeah. you, are. <laughs> you post a video it could be whatever and you have two chances to go viral yep. chance number one is your actual video going viral like yep. what he's talking about right now yeah literally it'll go from zero it could go to a million in like two days sometimes in one day sometimes the fastest fucking well, time literally that that video that video i posted it and i just forgot about it and then i went to a dead mouse concert and then i opened my phone and it has like six hundred thousand views it was like within four or five hours. Dude, that's fucking wild. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, what the fuck? I was looking at my phone. I was like, oh shit. And then I just gained 40,000 followers like that that moment. I was like, yo. <laughs> you know, it's like literally like you just open your phone Dude. and it could be huge, you know? Dude, I went to, it was funny. I haven't even posted that much TikTok content yet because yeah. I've just been so busy like hiring yeah, yeah. and all this shit. I can imagine. But um, what well, funny thing is, dude, I was at Costco and I took a video of some chickens. Right? <laughs> okay. They're coming out of the oven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just posted and I was just like, all right, I'm just fucking around yeah, with yeah. it. And it got 550,000 plays. It's <laughs> yeah, it's just like... <laughs> and I was like, what the <laughs> yeah. fuck? <laughs> yeah, no, see, you don't know what's going to go viral too because it's a whole different mindset, you yeah. know? You don't... Because it will... The algorithm is so cool that it will... Um, it will show your video to like 20 people. If one person likes it and they'll look at what that person likes before and they'll show it to people of that demographic, 10 more of them. And if they, if they like it, they'll continue with that realm or whatever that section is. And it'll just grow and it'll just like blow up on that you, certain section. Yeah. You're getting scored in each thing. I yeah. Because like, obviously it's a bit of theory, but like yeah, a yeah. lot of like the way it's like kind of looking like is, is that it's doing those test batches and each one, I think you're getting a score based on the like comment, I think yeah. watch time and share. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I bet you they're or, each assigned like a value. Right. Saying like a share might be worth like five. Right. And like maybe a comment is worth like three, you know, but yeah, it keeps yeah. getting tested to bigger and bigger batches yeah. and that shit. And then if, if it likes what it's saying, then it would just, dude, yeah. it's crazy, right? Yeah. I, I mean, another test of that was I, I made a TikTok and for a whole day, it got like 10,000 views, like nothing. But I, and that a song I played in that one TikTok was really popular in Finland. Mm -hmm. And then the next day I woke up and it was at 500,000 and because and it just shared to everybody in Finland. It was only people in Finland. All the comments were people in Finland. So if, it's, if, if, it, if the algorithm picks up that people in Finland like it, it'll just only share it to that demographic or that certain section. Drew's hospital video was in like in Russia going off. I oh, swear. Oh, really? In Russia? Yeah. I don't know why. Like it was going on <laughs> something like that. He was talking about it, you know? Yeah, it's crazy because it's a worldwide app. Yeah. It's, it's uh, you got like, it's basically like, imagine you have access to like, what is that? I don't know how many, like I, over 600,000 active, I think active users. Millions, 600,000, no, so I mean, 600, 600 million. 600 million. So like, imagine yeah. you have 600 million followers. You can have access to that with TikTok. Yeah. That's just, crazy. it's all about the content now. It's not about, it's not about like anything else, but the content, oh. it's not about, it's all about just yeah. what you make. You well, know? But the, the second thing I totally forgot to say it. So the video has the chance and then you guys, the, the, the reason it's crazy is then the audio has a chance of going viral. Right, yeah. The audio of your well, TikTok. What's so big on TikTok is music. It's a music platform. It was yeah. started on Musical.ly, didn't it? Was it, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Musical.ly. It was Musical.ly. It got bought so, out, yeah. Yeah, so it was all about music. So music, like, if you want to get your song viral, like, TikTok is the way to go. Dude, it's like, tipping Billboard charts single-handedly. Yeah, it, wait, isn't it? Isn't it actually? Yeah. I think it is, yeah. Like Single-handedly, it's just like, think about this random social platform just slapping the billboard charts. It's making, <laughs> it's making weird shit go to the top. Like, yeah. The reason Old Town Road went off is because it went off, I think, on Musical.ly and then TikTok. And it, it got big there. Yeah. And it yeah. fucking, it's, just, a, it's a yeah. country rap song, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But that platform made it go off. Wait, because people like, okay, this is gonna be funny, but like the feature is about meme songs now. Like the funny songs, really. Like not like, rapping about funny stuff, but like, as of, like you were saying, Old Town Road, that's mm -hmm. a cowboy, like ridiculous song. But like, it's about like, I feel like just, 
memes man i don't know memes, memes are the way to go like the newest meme i don't know <laughs> i mean that's why some of those production videos work like one of my better ones was fucking just doing a super mario world remix of the game over sound. oh yeah and the game over sounds like these really vibey chords yeah yeah, yeah. Into, like some lo-fi <laughs> shit but like that's dope yeah, i think if people can relate with the shit right in some way it just right it it's more about tra- like making it entertaining like the same thing that, that's the mentality i always had with my youtube videos like my production videos yeah i never sat down and was like so this is how you EQ a bass. This is how you make the bass. Okay, bye. Subscribe. Like literally every single video of mine, I start with a dump skit. I'm not funny, but I try. But I just make it silly. You know, I'm just like, I, like this is just fun. You know, and every now and then I'll throw in a meme every now and then while producing. And then the end result. And then just make it entertaining. And then they, they don't notice. Like they're being entertained. It's like they're watching it. Like it's funny. But by the end of the day, they're like, I learned how to make a bass or whatever. That's what they, people always come up to me. They're like, Dude, I watch it just because it's funny, but then I learned how to make bases yeah. now because of you. And I was like, that's what I was going for, you know, making it fun, you know, yeah. making it entertaining. I think there was one video you made that also kind of, I just stuck out in my head. These guys are having a great time outside. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny doing the podcast late night because right. Drew and everybody's out Literally. There. Drew got a little too sauced for the record. If you guys yeah, know yeah. where Drew is, he's yeah, like, I can't he do this just, one. He's not, like, he's not going to be able to yeah. fire like, Plus, questions. He's, he's got his flights early as fuck. Oh, yeah? yeah. Oh, you guys? Oh, okay. He's going back to Atlanta. I'm going to San Francisco to do another event. And oh, then dope. I'm heading back. Oh, cool. I'm, I hate cramming. So, like, yeah. at one time I was like, yeah, you know, we do these events. I was like, let's do, like, a tour, like, back to back. I was like, fuck that. I'm chilling. <laughs> I'm coming back home. I'm chilling for two weeks. And then I'm three weeks. And then I'm going to go do the second event. Yeah. I, I can choose. Like, yeah. Fuck I that, mean, you know? well, dude, I mean, I, I felt it, you know, with, with my tour, sometimes there was like three shows, like back to back, you know, like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or it was Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And it was like, I am dead until the event. Like I'm completely like just dead, like yeah. a- until the times to come for me to be on stage, then I'm finally like amped up by the adrenaline. But then by the daytime, I'm just like, I'm, I can't, I can't function. You know, I'm just like laying down the whole <laughs> yeah, time, dude, you know, tour is just Rough, saying that, man, yeah, right? really rough. Hey, hey, Sam. Sam, give me a water, please. Gotta get a water, man. Keep going. Yeah, I like what we're talking about. Late night goes <laughs> goes off track. Jordan, what are we doing on time? So when Drew's not here, I fuck around a lot more on the podcast. It's funny because when I go solo, like so Drew sometimes like wants to ask you production questions, yeah, a script. But I'll, I'll like I'm perfectly it's okay like, with doing a 30 minute Pokemon tangent. <laughs> you know I just think a lot differently, so it's just kind of. Bro, fun are you still it. on Pokemon Go? I dude, oh, you never got. I, played, I never. Like, got. The, I played all the like the old school Pokemon. Right. Oh, okay. Shit, or like okay. Emerald and yeah. all that. You know? My girlfriend's obsessed with Pokemon Go. She'll oh, be really? out at, like two in the morning, just like trying to catch some Pokemon. Probably get some good Pokemon while you're touring. I bet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. See, that's what one thing I'm missing out. I should, you know, pick up Pokemon Go so I can travel and get the most Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> dude, know. you know what I was thinking about when we were talking about production earlier? Uh, we we should when we release this episode, mm-hmm. we should do a free Moon Boy pack. That'd be sick, and we can run it, and we'll tell people you got to watch the episode, and then like oh, I'll, nice. I'll edit in like a hey, here's the code to go get it. For oh, free. to get it, so that'll then, be sick. Yeah, we'll watch it. We should do that. That'll be really dope. I'm down with that. Yeah, oh yeah, cool. Just make some like crazy bases. Yeah, Moon Boy yeah. sample pack or preset <laughs> pack coming. The craziest um, bases you over here. <laughs> yeah, we'll do some guests. We're like, dude, why don't we start doing like free packs to help promote? You know, what I'm saying? yeah, just to. Just to keep building the brand. Everybody likes free stuff, you know, free yeah. free sound packs, free presets or something. Hell yeah. yeah. Have you seen uh, Eldre on TikTok? Who? Eldre the Giant. You know him? No, actually. I think, yeah, I think, yeah, Eldre the Giant. Eldre. I just call him Eldre. But dude, he's like, he's kind of like a, got a, he's like a, I don't know, good looking dude. He's got these like yeah. little hippie glasses with the fucking headband. So he's kind of like, has the right look. Is I he think. making like production? He's like producing? Yeah, he did, like he did a Rick and Morty remix on TikTok. He's had a couple go off. Um, but 
dude, he had one that fucking got like a million and he had another one went off. But dude, one of the most popular songs on TikTok, he made it. I actually want to really yeah you're gonna be like i gotta introduce you to this guy he's really good he lives he lives out here he's like a edm edm artist or just like producer uh yeah no well, not really he's like more of a producer here, oh, let nice. me let me find where this is you know this song oh shit he made that yeah he made this yeah, that shit's huge. Was he singing on it too, or is it like a mashup? No, bro, it's Frank Ocean remix. Oh, guess what? It's like a mashup, right? It's like a of two different songs or something. Yeah, no, that so that one was his remix, and then somebody mashed up the American Boy uh, American, at the beginning, and it fucking went off. Oh my god, but that's the one that goes off. His went off too, but then yeah. the one that's the one getting that all the shares and is actually someone else's. So yeah, that's the craziest thing about TikTok is like they haven't cracked down on like remixing. Yeah, they haven't like, and so what's crazy is that. You, I can upload like someone. I'm not gonna say I'm gonna do that. I'm just saying, like anyone could upload a song, and it would redirect back to their name. You know, so I don't know how they're gonna solve that. Yeah, uh, I well, I mean, I really don't know. Actually, well, either you like, know what it reminds me of old school SoundCloud. Yeah, back in the day, yeah. remember you can put all the remixes yeah. up. Well, YouTube too. Old school YouTube. I you think know? right now the move is to remix as many songs as possible on TikTok before yeah. they, they crack down on it. And just right. be a big ass following because yeah, well, it's like Instagram. You know, Instagram they're sort of cracking down like copyright. You know, like mm-hmm. eventually over time, YouTube. SoundCloud, everything, they, they started adding copyright. Right now, TikTok is in this baby form where there's no copyright whatsoever. It's free form. Everybody's doing whatever the hell they want, obviously, except for like, you can't vape, you know, or something like that. Mm-hmm. But with music, it's free form. Like, anybody can do whatever. You can post any type of copyright song and remix it, and you're fine. Yeah. You know, it's insane. Yeah, so, I, I don't know how that's going to work, you know. Maybe it's because they're, it's made in China. It's a Chinese platform. And they got a lot of money behind. And they got so, so much money. So like, yeah. it's not like Vine; they're gonna go down. No, you know, no, no they're even, huge. <laughs> no. even SoundCloud almost went down. You remember when SoundCloud was yeah. like they were like almost about to go bankrupt or some shit, and then all of a sudden they yeah, got like, what happened? Did they got bought out? Or what happened? No, they get bailed out. So pretty much somebody would be like, like we need money, and then some big fucking like some big was like no, we're not some big be. firm will be like oh. okay, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll raise around for you. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's cool. And they raised a bunch of capital. That's cool. Yeah. No, that world that like, world's way different, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. It, it it's not really like so a lot of the startup world. I'm not really a big fan of it because, dude. We, I mean, I went to San Francisco. I talked to like investors and invested in like things like Snapchat, Facebook, like biggest investment oh, companies. Damn. And dude, the way those people think fucking blows. I bet. I bet it's, that's a whole dude. That world. I am so that's that's foreign to me, man. I know nothing about business, dude. Yeah, bro. So like every time I meet somebody that's like really high up in the business world, I'm just like, it's just like talking to an alien. Like they know all these like other aspects. Do you watch Gary Vee? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I actually watched them like years ago like when i was getting into like all kinds of podcasts with like uh-huh. joe rogan and everything i started yeah, getting yeah. into gary v's like his vlogs and like casey neistat or whatever you know it's like that all realm those people yeah that realm's amazing yeah i, I love that realm yeah I, yeah, I, yeah. I was like really like interested in it but the problem was when i was getting into it a couple of years ago i didn't have anything to apply i had all the information i was getting from them i couldn't apply it to anything because mm-hmm. i wasn't doing anything similar to what they were doing i mean gary v has some good um like the what was it the jab jab left hook or something where jab, you, jab, jab, right hook. oh right yeah where you like you just keep giving and giving and giving. And then finally, once you've given so much, you can finally like drop that one paid for thing. And the, the, everybody will be, Dude, they'll feel obligated. To we buy built it our company on that whole, yeah, that so book, that book's concept. That concept is the only thing that like I took from everything, but it's, it's helped me, you know, yeah. my YouTube videos, everything I gave up for free, you know? So that's, I guess I did take some stuff from Gary yeah. Vee, you know, like, I mean, did it. I mean, it's good shit, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, his world too. Like I, I try to watch his videos and I'm just like, 
man, I don't know anything about business. It's crazy. But yeah. he's very inspiring, though. Hell he's, yeah. He's a really cool guy. You guys went to go meet up with him, too. I was like, Recently, shit, man. Yeah, I was Shit's... like, that's a whole crossover world Dude, right the there. That's reason this podcast is yeah. alive, man. It's just because of, like, that specific reason right there. He was saying to make four TikToks a day. That was yeah. that was insane, too. But Gary's also... He's, all, like, obsessive with, like, crazy hard work, right? But, like, his, his output is insane. Oh, yeah. Like, if you actually look at his content output, so he's putting out content on LinkedIn... YouTube, right? I mean, Insta- Instagram, like th- Twitter. Wasn't every it how he Facebook. started? He was posting like a sh- like a shit ton of he did videos. A thousand episodes of a wine like, show. Yeah, <laughs> he's obsessed with uh, output and yeah, just consistency. That works, man. That well, works just really. Just, just just throwing stuff out. Just yeah. consistently being like, you know, throwing keep keeping throwing things and just like being like obsessive with making stuff and putting it out. You know, because everybody's obsessed with like trying to they want to make quality mm-hmm. over quantity they're like i want to make that one good song but i feel like nowadays if you make 10 songs it's gonna do more for you than that one like song you spent yeah. a whole year on or whatever dude 100 dude a lot of the magic happens in the first fucking 20 minutes sometimes like yeah. boom the whole yeah. tr- like a lot of the ideas get laid out so fucking yeah. fast you know what i'm saying yeah yeah no i mean i think that i mean my best songs happened just because i it was like one day sitting you know and then the rest of the week was just me like fine-tuning little things but the whole song was there in the sitting, you know? Yeah. And some of the songs I spent the most on didn't do anything. Or yeah. videos too. My biggest videos, I spent nothing on them, you know? I was just yeah. like, it's kind of funny, right? Yeah, it's weird. How, um, how, how important would you say that sound design is and for newer producers trying to get into um, the EDM scene? Uh, okay, so in the dubstep scene, it's pretty important because uh, you're in the dubstep scene, you're kind of known for your sound or whatever. Um, but the thing is, it takes you as long as long as to be a good like musician or whatever, like how do I explain it? Like you can spend three years on sound design and not know how to make a song. Like it's a whole nother world. It's completely like, it's very complicated. Like, you know, I I feel like personally, like I'm always teaching about sound design. I'm always like, you know, making sound design videos because personally that's my, like what I find fun in. Like I love sound designing. So like, but some people think that they have to be a great sound designer to make it. Like, no, you don't. Like, I, 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 would, I would actually focus on learning how to write music, you know, how to yeah. write a drop, how to write all this stuff. You know, you can make, if you're good at writing a song, you can, you can make, you can have a regular saw wave and make a whole like viral song, like an amazing song just out of a saw wave because you know how to make a good rhythm. Mm-hmm. You know how to like put a melody around it or something, you know, like sound design is important to an extent. It's not everything really. Yeah, you know, it's it, to me, it's just fun. I just love doing it. It's also like you know? preference. Like, do you it's want, preference. Do you want to produce yeah. like that? You know, yeah, yeah. It's all about what kind of genre you want to do. You know, like, I mean, like the top pop songs don't have any sound design. It's just nothing. I mean, it's like a little bong or whatever, a drum bell yeah, exactly. or something, and they just pitch up a vocal sample. That one vocal sample is the entire melody or yeah. whatever. I so, do that a lot. I chop the fuck out of. Yeah, I mean, it's like, yeah. I mean, sometimes, I mean, so. Like some of my biggest songs, like I think I have three songs that are my biggest songs, and uh, I made all of them from one sample I made two years, like one bass sample I made. I want to say that was like 2018. It's gonna be it's gonna be over a year ago. One bass sample I made most of my songs with. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, I guess like I found my signature sound, and then I just continued with it. Yeah. You know, so yeah, I mean it's 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 important, but it's not. It's what you're going for. You know, yeah. to me it's fun. So if you're having fun with it, keep going with it. You know, like in the depths of scene, it is important though, yeah. I think. What's yeah. one bit like the biggest mistake you see a lot of new producers that's you think holding them back from like success? Um, focusing on only one aspect. Like uh, they're, they're, they're not, 
no, they're not outputting enough. You know, they're not, they're not like, like with the album thing, you know, I'm, I'm seeing so many new producers where they're, they're creating all these songs and they're trying to build a giant package of an album when they don't have a following yet. They're, they're, they're focusing on the wrong thing. I think they're, they're not, they're just trying to build this entire album. And I'm just like, like, I think you should keep putting stuff out, build your brand and build a story behind your name. You know, like you can, I've, there's so many talented producers out there that don't have a brand and they're making great music, but nobody cares really because there's no, nothing interesting about it. It's, it's unfortunate. It sucks. But yeah. it, well, something interesting, it's almost like they're, they're on an Island and they're building this beautiful, like statue piece of artwork Yeah. before they're building like some bridges for people to come. Yeah. Over. It's like, you're building this. Yeah. <laughs> but nobody can get to it. Yeah. You, yeah, exactly. You got to make it accessible. You got to make it like easily, like, like, uh, ingested or whatever to, uh-huh. to people like something easily engaged you know like you give them a full length album they're not going to have the incentive to listen to the whole thing you know they're not, they're not going to what's their incentive to listen to it you know like who are you like why should they be interested in you mm-hmm. you know like why would they care you got to find a reason to make them interested you know w- like find something relatable you know or like in my case I was making entertainment or uh, I was showing how I made the song that's how people got interested in what I made because I showed them how I did it. And they're like, this sounds cool. And he showed me how to, how I made, how to make it. So I want to listen to the final product. Mm-hmm. And then that's what made them interested. You know, it's yeah. just, yeah, I, I think it's just stop caring, you know, like just release the thing and just keep moving forward and make cool stuff. Like just have fun with it and like be entertaining. I know not everybody's an entertainer, but like, you got to figure it out somewhere. But then again, like I, I didn't start off being an entertainer. Like I was the most shyest person in the freaking world. Like I couldn't talk on camera. Like I was terrible at talking on camera. Like I forced myself because I was like, I either, either I do it now or I'm never going to do it. So I just like, I spent an entire day. Like I remember like sometimes like, I remember at one point I spent an entire hour doing an intro, just saying like, Hey guys, my name is Boy." Like for an entire hour, like, no, I didn't say it right. No, no. Like, Dude, you know how many times I've done intros and outros? One time, Sam, like when he was recording me for something we needed to shoot, I did, I free, cause I freestyle everything almost. Yeah, yeah. So oh, that's hard, man. <laughs> I, can, I can do all freestyle in every single video. It could be, you could be any topic, like come to an event. I can make a whole freestyle video if it's a piece nice. of content yeah, yeah. about whatever. Uh, but that's a skill in its own right there. Yeah. That's a whole Sam skill, saw man. me do it for 10 minutes straight without that's a whole fucking skill, up. He dude. was like, holy like, shit. Wait, where's your script? <laughs> and I, I did so many like, yo, what up videos and all this yeah. different shit like for years. And it just taught me like, yeah, it's almost like a confidence thing. It is definitely a confidence thing. It's yeah. huge. Yeah. It's a huge confidence thing. It's like part of it, it's like the skill of like learning what to say or whatever. But mm-hmm. I really think it's just being confident in yourself yeah. and just like not, not being afraid to like pause for a second. Like, yeah. you know, well, dude, what they don't realize is, is that like, that's why the podcast is awesome. That's why Drew likes to get on podcasts. He doesn't do like any talking videos because the podcast is essentially like, we're not stuttering or like yeah. whatever. It's just our genuine conversation. Yeah, it's just actual conversation. It's not like scripted where you're like, Hey guys. So tonight we're, you know, it's like literally yeah. like, we're just like, so it's almost just summoning that yeah, out of you. That, too. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. That feeling. And, and once you, I feel like once you grab a hold of it and get comfortable with it, you can like call upon it at any time. That whole yeah. conversation feeling, 100%. I guess it's, it's a skill. I think. Yeah. Dope. Well, cool. yo, let's, um, so we're going to do a couple of things here. I'm going to ask one last question. Um, and I want to do a giveaway sick and what else are we going to do? You guys are big on the giveaways, man. If only I like, that's cool, man. That's super cool. Bro. First giveaway, I love it. you know, okay. So you said, if only I, right. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know what that statement meant, but let me tell you about my first giveaway to okay. help it make more sense for you. Okay. Our first giveaway was an Ableton bag that drew had gotten at some event and some stickers. <laughs> Our second giveaway was actually this is before we made any money. 
Our second giveaway was an old machine that I just didn't use anymore. And it was just sitting. I was like, uh-huh. let's just give this away. I took a picture of it. All right. Said, okay. Whoever wants this in our Facebook group, I said, comment. And we had a shit ton of people. And we collect some emails. We're like, okay, cool. What else can we? We're looking around our room. Right. Shit. What else can we give away? You might have that a, you have already. You might have a piece of hardware sitting that you haven't touched. That's awesome. Okay, you're right. Yeah, there might be something like grab that thing, take a picture of it. Says, hey guys, I'm giving away my old headphones. Who wants them? Comment below. Tag a friend or something. Watch what happens. That's crazy. I never thought about that. Overthinking it. Yeah, I think so. But then you guys also do like giveaways of like uh, your sample packs and stuff, like stuff you already have that you have for sale. And we also give shit away for free. So right, right, yeah. all the time. Dude, we got yeah. a Moon Boy pack. Yeah, <laughs> we got a Moonboy pack. You guys want that for free? That's my first giveaway. Yeah, we're, we're, we're dropping it for free. Yeah. <laughs> super sick. Well, yeah, man. Uh, so, okay. So, last question. All right. Um, alternate universe. All right. Nobody knows who the fuck Moonboy is. And <laughs> you, got, you got $500. You got a laptop and, and five songs. What are you doing for the next 30 days to get your name out there? Oh, that's a good question. Damn. I stole that from another podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Alternate Universe, nobody knows who I am. I got 12, 12 songs, like 12, like. That's five songs. Or, or, or five songs. That and you really like. They're done. I really like. Okay. And you okay. got 500 bucks and a laptop for obviously. 500 bucks and a laptop. Okay. That's all I got, right? I mean, you can, you got a phone too. You got know, a phone. But these are, yeah, I'm trying to put you in limited right. resources. So. Okay. Okay. So, ah, okay. Um, I'm not releasing the first song until I made some type of like I said before, like entertainment videos about that song. So I'm going to, uh, there's TikTok in this world. Yeah. It's in the world right now. It's right <laughs> now. Oh, perfect. Then I'm going to, I'm going to do my best to make as many videos about that one song. Like, I guess it could be related to all the five songs, but I'm going to make some type of entertainment video about maybe even not the song, maybe just me producing or me, me doing something cool or whatever. Um, tick, yeah, I'm doing TikTok. Definitely. Cause I have no I would, followers. I would choose TikTok too. Well, cause TikTok <laughs> is the only way you can, get followers without with zero you know so i would make some type of entertainment tiktoks and i would do that i wouldn't release the songs until i've gained a following through tiktok i wouldn't have i won't i won't put it up you know until Mm -hmm. i get a following and then maybe say i get like twenty thousand or forty thousand followers whatever on tiktok Mm -hmm. on tiktok that's actually easier i know twenty thousand sounds a lot from zero but on tiktok you will get that in like a week if you try hard enough um so once i got that then i'll release my first song and then I'll try to get another 20,000 or whatever, you know, I would, damn, it's crazy that I would do TikTok. Yeah. I never thought about that. Yeah. I would be focusing all on TikTok. My $500, I wouldn't do it on, there's no ads to do, yeah. you know? So my $500, maybe like I would buy a, a MIDI controller or something to do something cool. Yeah, yeah. You know, I would buy, I would use that money to fund whatever cool thing I'm doing with the TikTok videos. It's your different world because I would have been completely different. This might answer. be the best answer. I got. That would have, I think that would have been is... a completely different answer last year. But on TikTok, yeah, I w- that's crazy. I'll be focusing entirely on TikTok. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, Maybe. entirely like completely on that, and then just yeah, until I get a following. Yeah, I'm like just going through my head. Can I tell you something crazy? Yeah, you know what I think that means. I think that means you should do that now anyways. That is, that, that's exactly I think what I was saying. You're saying I was like, I'm giving myself doing, advice. Yeah. It might be what you should be doing right this second. Yeah. It's like, dude, you've already had some shit pop, man. If yeah. you just quadruple down. Yeah. Like, like, so the, the, so the advice I got from Gary was, he said the reason you should quadruple down now is because platforms like this have moments. Sometimes there's no big play. Like early yeah. Facebook was a good yeah. moment. It used to be good. Instagram was at a hot place, yeah. you know, 
everything starts to shift and TikTok is having its moment right now. And it's at the, the moment where is, you, yeah, you can build on yeah, it. Yeah, but like a year from now, what if it's like, dude. It might turn to like Instagram where the only people big right now are people what if it's who like, have followers. What if it's like, yo, you remember the old TikTok days when you could just, just go like, viral? Just like Vine. And, and Gary yeah. says you can't get that moment back. No, no. And it, it happens on a pretty long cycle. Like early Twitter used to do that a little bit. Yeah. So like what he was suggesting is that's what he's like, go all in right now. Because you don't want to regret yeah. missing the moment. It's crazy that, that mentality because I've, I've, been, I've been thinking that a lot. And I've been like, you know what? I should capitalize on it. I capitalize on it. And I'm just like, am I really going to focus on my time on TikToks? Because it sounds ridiculous. Like, I think it's a good I'm gonna stop making. I'm going to stop like focusing on YouTube videos and everything that worked for me and focus on TikTok. But it's like, you're right. Like, when is that, when is that time ever going to be again? Like, when is there going to be another platform that, that just grows anybody? You know, you can be zero... And then in one month from now, you can have like a million followers on Instagram. There's people that you have know done I, that. You know what I believe our moment is? It's what? actually not TikTok, I, I believe. There's one thing we're quadrupling down on that I think is the moment. It's fucking text. Te oh, right. Yeah. You dude, have to get me on that, dude. I'm telling you. Yeah, like, I, 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 all my friends are doing it. Uh, Borgor is doing it. I'm pretty sure Gassy's doing it. Like they're, they're, the, I see like the big names and they're all grabbing the text I can literally, platform. within two seconds... I can like set a pin right where we are right here and with text everybody around this area within a hundred miles i could text probably a thousand people in la just la that's I, fucking I can be crazy like, Come get tacos with me tomorrow <laughs> Come get tacos with me tomorrow yeah like, that's like dude that's why i mean the events are getting packed out because i have the ability to hit up everybody in the area right because i noticed out. when you i didn't i couldn't find anything about your event i was like where is he posting on it and then i went there i was like oh yeah there's a lot of people here it's yeah because of the texting i did we didn't even share that much i don't even that's promote it, Think that's about insane it. That's yeah. insane. You can whisper into everybody and, and then you can also reply back. Like it's a, the way the platform is made is that you can actually reply back one-on-one -on -one to people. And oh, it, like, nice. the way they stream the, the replies in, it makes it manageable for one person to reply back to a lot. I'm oh, not saying shoot. we get to everybody, yeah, but yeah, we're yeah. able to hit a lot of people. And it's actually us. People are like, holy shit. Yeah, Dude, some people like they'll message, they'll be like, is this a robot or is this actually you guys? And I'll, I'll, I'll take a goofy selfie and they'll be like, oh, <laughs> like, shit. <laughs> you know, that moment is hilarious. You know, there. I was actually thinking about that today because you told me about it yesterday and I was thinking like, a good way to get numbers as well is making an entertainment video about it where you're like, text me and then say, ask me a random dumb question or something. And I'll reply to the dumb questions in a video or something like you ask me any question. Can you do that? Right. I'm or they steal that idea. That's a good idea. Like ask me a dumb question or something. And then you reply to them in the video and then that will incentivize That's, more people to well, keep I texting. Could, I could also do like marketing advice. Like, Hey, text oh, yeah. me a question. Text me a question and I'll give you advice but yeah. through the video, not through individual. You do the video. So it incentivizes. Yeah, yeah. It makes a cool Instagram piece. Yeah. I've been doing those split videos. Those are kind of like that. Those are, uh, those are pretty cool. Ideas. You, so you know what the hard part about this is? Is that that community is what's called the platform. It's in beta right now. Uh -huh. So everybody can't get in. If you go to the yeah. website, it says like, sorry, we're, we're, you know, we're in beta. That's crazy. And so it's almost creating this natural, like people have to like, you know, know somebody or something. But dude, right. I'll, I'll talk to the guy, man. Please I think do, you're man. The, That'd be awesome. <laughs> dude, imagine like you're doing a show in LA. It's like, boom. Yeah. Sold Everybody's, out immediately. Yeah. Because you're, you're reaching every single one of your fan base. Bro, the thing is, so me and Drew are doing all these events across the country. Mm -hmm. And dude, we're, we're just gathering these huge, like, like fans, all their phone numbers and uh -huh. stuff. And I mean, we're barely, we don't even send out that many texts. But like the cool part is when we come back in town, like eventually we want to pack it, like even do like a fun show yeah. or something. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm telling these people, I'm like, watch me and Drew pack an entire show. That's like more slam than you've ever <laughs> it's seen. Not, it's not, it's completely possible. It's yeah. completely like, yeah. I mean, I'm noticing... Artists are capitalizing on this. I think one of the first biggest artists to do that was Marshmallow. They, put, they put his phone number on like a his billboard. Team, his team's the one who helped us out. Yeah, Jake. Oh, Shalizi? Uh, no, no, Jake, who works for Shalizi. Oh, okay. Yeah, he Jake Git? Um, G-I-T-T? I, I don't know Jake's last name. I just know he's sick dope, Sandra. 
Yeah, yeah, Jake Kidd. Yeah, he oh. used to be. Uh, I I know him because of Gasly. He's do- yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. He's, so he's, dope, he's a man. cool guy. Yeah, hundred percent, man. He's a dude. He's a hard worker, man. That fucker, I bet. Yeah, that fucker is persistent. He's a good I manager bet. because yeah. the way he like follows up with yeah. me. I work with a lot of managers, and some fucking suck. Yeah, yeah. But no, Jake's Jake's fucking beast, man. I don't know if I pronounced his name Get Right. I'm sorry if I pronounced it wrong, but. He's a cool guy. <laughs> I, say, I save names on my phone. It's usually like it's usually like their name and then something funny to remember themselves. Yeah, but yeah. he's just Jake Sickdope's manager or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that Jake. I got so many. That's Jakes, cool. Yeah. That's cool that they hooked you up. That's dope. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, we know a couple people that, that are in there. I'll, I'll hook you up, man. Nice. Then then you start oh, doing. Some, oh yeah. You could do some crazy shit. Yeah, because what bro. I'm thinking about is like, because people do that with YouTube a lot, where they're like, I'll answer answer Instagram DMs, but you're not getting anything out of that, but a cool video. Imagine you're collecting their so, actual phone okay, number. Okay, so, so let me tell you, let me give you a, a thing that I think is really high level for you. Um, so essentially, you got to think, your, your value for getting booked is how many tickets you can sell, right? That's yeah. what the ticket buyer, uh, the people are looking for. Are you, you, can you, do you have a lot of ticket buyers in your fan base? Yeah, yeah. Like how much people you can get to the venue. How and many like, people can and you how many, get to how the how much venue. they would pay, you know? Yeah, even when like, for example, let's say you play a festival, like the, I don't know if you know this, but the guys... You know how you can book who you want to see on the app? Let's say if you're at Tomorrow World or something. Or, right. It, they, they use that data to see how also how good you are. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, so yeah, are you yeah. getting the most pre-saves on, right. on people adding you to their schedule to right. check you out? Shit right. like that. But essentially, imagine every single show you do, you do some sort of stunt on the stage or something. You say, text me right now. I want to do a little quick meet and greet after something. Yeah. And what you're doing is every city you go to, you're essentially collecting the list. So then you own the leverage. So then you're not relying on the booking guy or nobody. If you want right. to do something. You just do it there by yourself. You can be complete. It's crazy. Like we live in a world right now where we can be completely independent. If you have enough, like large of enough fan base, you can do it yourself. And like, dude. I've been mostly independent for like a long time. Do you, do, yeah. How does your team look like? Like what's your uh, team look like? Dude, it's all me now. It's like, I'm just, I'm just like, oh, like I, I have, um, like so international, I'll have uh, a select few of agents that have a few clubs or whatever. Like they want me whenever, like I just talk to them. I'm like, I have this one show. We will get you other shows around this because we know you have a fan base here. And the same thing over here. I'll have like, I have nobody official, you know? Yeah. Fuck that. dude. You just, the managers and the label, that makes no sense. Like you don't you know, need any of that. Nowadays shit. it doesn't. It's all, rely, it all relies on like. Like your social media can be your own like label. Just you. <laughs> yeah, like it's so it's so much better to be honest too because that whole world I've I've learned a lot about the whole like the label management side of it. Yeah, they will take most of your stuff. They will they will control you. You know they will like and sometimes hinder you like on yeah, what you should yes. do. Yes, and especially um they will so the management team and the label they will have their select artists. You know the tier artists to have the biggest artists or whatever mm-hmm. or like the ones that they're trying to grow the ones they have a special interest in. Yeah. They will not let you take a show or they will not let you get you higher than the ones they're putting more into. Like they will not, like if you say you have a, a headline show or whatever in LA, they will, they will not let you headline it. They will put the other artists on it or whatever. Like there's a, there's a good side to management or whatever, but uh, sometimes it can really mess with you. Like if you're trying to, I don't know, I'm trying to be mainstream. You know, if you're trying to be mainstream, like a management, I don't know if it's the best place to be. Unless well, just, you get lucky with like no, Shalizzi or whatever, you know. Yeah, like, no, yeah. <laughs> obviously, there's some man like he's yeah. like another level. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. I'm not gonna even say he probably he probably you guys are fucking idiots. Independent without the yeah. But but I do think there is something magic right now about the fact that you can pretty much own the whole process start yeah, to finish. It's and, so cool. And the thing is, like I said, for us, like you could just go in what directions you want, you know. Like yeah. like for me. It's cool that, you know, we get to do the sample saying plugins, this little show, we get to make music. Like we like keeping it towards just fun shit that we want to do. You yeah. Know what I'm saying. Yeah. And I mean, when we control it, we don't want somebody telling us what to do. You no, know? you guys are your own boss. And that's like, that's yeah. what the fun. That's so fun, man. Like 
that's what I'm doing. And it's just, I can see why you guys are just doing whatever you love, man. Yeah. And that, that's why it works. Somebody actually needs to pick up Moonboy. You need to join our team 10. <laughs> the team 10. The, the team, team 10, 10 of EDM. Yeah. <laughs> just got to get funny. a house in the hills. Everybody dropping sample packs. Crazy. <laughs> Imagine just 10 producers just dropping sample packs. Like they all live in one house. The house they're all baller. Vlogging or something. Everybody. It's like the Steve Yoki playhouse where they're jumping in ballroom pits or whatever. It's like. Dude, me and Drew, like we do try to do so much fun shit when we're out. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like we try to have, like, dude, I want to start having, like, when we come to these Airbnbs, like, we we try to rent the big, nice ones. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So we have a good time, but like, yeah. even like ping pong table, like, fun shit. <laughs> yeah. We usually bring Smash Bros. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Apparently, you forgot that though, dude. Yeah. <laughs> dude, me and Jordan are usually we're usually fucking like playing like money matches, like five bucks a match or something, and it's crazy. I bet. Yeah. Well, dope, dude. Uh, yeah, I guess let's let's wrap it up. Well, where do you want people to go, man? I think people need to go follow you on social. But you want to go ahead and give plugs for? Yeah, man. Uh, Go to my Instagram and YouTube. Instagram and YouTube is my, that's one place or those places are like my go-to social media is right there. Um, like I post all my content on YouTube, all my music's on YouTube and Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Check out you, my YouTube videos, my production videos. I make so yeah. many of them, like literally. I think not only is, are you a good example of like content, you guys should literally look at his stuff and study it and see the different kinds of stuff to get ideas content ideas but also your actual production tutorials i mean i think you're at a completely another level in sound design yeah I'm, i mean i'm doing my best it's just uh i i feel like what i have to offer amongst other production tutorial people mm-hmm. is that i'm making it like short form like quick and easy to to ingest you know you can easily see what i'm doing i show the highlights i don't like i, I noticed like a lot of the production tutorials sometimes they're like boring sometimes they're like really focusing on like unnecessary things or yeah. over explaining certain things. I'm like, just show me how to do it. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. And that's, I, you know, I grew up on like that side of the YouTube mm-hmm. where all the tutorials were so technical. And yeah. I was like, I just, this is, I want to show how fun it is. You know, I just want to show that it's fun to make music, you know, and easy. You just got to, you know, you know, yeah, yeah, hundred percent, dope. Well, oh, last thing I forgot to do it. We're gonna end this off with a giveaway. So all you gotta do yep. is you got to. Uh, we're gonna give away five one hundred dollars Max gift cards. Damn. Just comment below what your favorite part, what your favorite story was, advice tip, whatever it is that was in this episode, and uh, just comment below on the YouTube video, and you can timestamp it as well. That helps us find the clips for Instagram and all that kind of great stuff. Nice. But bam, another episode in the back. Thank you, man. That was fire. Thank you, dude. Thank you for having me, man. Yeah. It's really great to finally meet you oh. as well. Thanks, Hell bro. Yeah, man. Of course.